0: Hello and welcome to the Hollywood Critics Association's Foundation After Show. Each week on the show, we will discuss the latest episode of the Apple TV Plus series based on the beloved science fiction novels of the same name by author Isaac Osmioff. I'm Jamie Philbrook, entertainment journalist and critic for We Live Entertainment and a member of the Hollywood Critics Association. This week on the show, we, will, we have a great show for you tonight. We will be having a spoiler-filled discussion of the latest episode of the series, which dropped tonight, entitled Upon Awakening. But first, allow me to introduce my co-hosts, Nikki Fowler and Teagle. Hey, guys. Hi. Hello. Good, how are you? Good, good. How are you guys doing? Are you excited to talk about a new episode?
1: Absolutely. There's so much to talk about. (laughs) There is
0: a lot to talk about this week. Let's jump right into it. Um, I'll give a quick recap of the show this week. So um, we got a flashback to Gail's life before she met Harry and the conflict she has with her family uh, and her religion. Uh, We then flash forward to the present day timeline and discover that Wait for it. Yes, Gail is alive. She has survived. Uh, as she begins to learn the truth about Seldon's death, we cut to the ongoing war between the Foundation on Terminus and the attacking Anacreons. So, a lot to talk about. A lot to unpack this week. Uh, Nikki, let me start with you. Uh, what were some of your thoughts on this week's episode?
1: Um, definitely action-packed and we just, you know, we had the return of Gail and I mean, there's just so much going on. I think it's a juicy episode that people will really appreciate. Um, getting all of Gail's backstory in Synax and seeing this, spiritual religious type of vibe versus the political um which kind of mirrors what was going on with brother day killing the Nacrians and the thespians in earlier episodes so lots of mirroring um loved the you know the ship with gail and getting some answers and just having her return was exciting um but yeah a lot going on <laughs> Yeah,
0: as soon as the episode sort of opened with the flashback of Gail's story, I was like, oh, okay, now I know where this series is going. Now I get it. We set up a lot and paid off a lot, and now we're kind of going back to certain things. Yell, what were your thoughts on uh, this week's episode? I
2: actually didn't need the whole first 20 minutes with the backstory. I did not need it at all. I feel like we knew who Gail was. I understood enough about who she was and her backstory that I was ready to wake up with her 34 years in the future and and answer the questions that we we have. Um, I think that you know that we've learned that you can still solve a puzzle with a missing piece. That I wanted all of that, all of this backstory, is a missing piece. I did not need. We didn't need it. This puzzle could have been solved without it.
0: Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there with what you just said. Nikki, what are your thoughts on that? Did you like having sort of a little bit more of the backstory to Gail? Or did you think it just wasn't needed at this point? You know, we, we know who this character is, and we're moving forward with this with the series.
1: Yeah, I thought it was interesting how they pulled these scenes with her instructor and um, just, you know, again, we're, we have another funeral um, or, or execution. Um, that whole scene was interesting. Like I said, I felt like it mirrored uh, a lot of the themes in Asimov's work and it mirrored what was happening with Day uh, where he was, you know, hanging the thespians and anachrians. Um, You know, they're doing it in the name of spiritualism and religion, he's doing it in the name of imperialism and, you know, the just the whole um, dictatorship of the clones. So I just found that was interesting. And I'm really interested in this whole, the waterway and, uh, you know, the ice caps melting and what significance that has. So that was really interesting for me. And, you know, the water, you know, it made me think of Rache um, and this pod that Gail was, you know, pushed off into, which was filled with water. And if we think back, Raish was deathly afraid of water. So I don't see how he would have even been able to get into that pod. So it just made me think like, you know, what was on purpose and what was not. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and it's interesting because there's so much to sort of unpack with that beginning uh, part. And then, you know, obviously Gail kind of, realizing where she is and what part of the timeline and then sort of discovering Selden's death and how that kind of all came together. Um, Do you think we have a reliable narrator here? Yell. Do you think that the information that she's getting from the ship is accurate or is it somehow sort of twisted in a way for her to, you know, see certain things or make certain conclusions at this point?
2: I think that's a really good question because um, we know that when she looks out, that has been censored for her. Um, So is the information on the ship also tampered with or manipulated? Um, I don't think so. I think that the the information we're getting from the ship is the truth as the ship sees it, right? Right. So um, if you have a security camera pointed in one direction, that does not move. It will capture everything in that one direction. And that is the truth of what happened in front of it. But it won't see everything outside of that um, view. So I think that she is getting exactly what she was able to see, or what the ship was able to see, or what security was able to see. Um, And I think that that's so interesting because I didn't think about if the ship, if that information had been manipulated for her, because I feel like it hasn't, but now I'm questioning it. What a great question, Jamie. (laughs)
0: Well, and then I'm going to throw this to Nikki because it just made me think, like, to the larger point, and we ask this question every week, right? Is this Seldon's plan? Is this Seldon's plan? Is everything that's happening part of Seldon's plan? Is this part of the plan? Is her getting the amount of information that she needs at the time to do whatever it is, you know, he needs her to do next?
1: Yeah, and, and that's what I keep saying. Um you know, Harry giving out a certain amount of information to who he wants to have this information, um, making people believe that, um, you know, that they have the accurate information. So it's just, you know, a mind game. So, um, yeah, I'm not believing everything that I see with this series. So, um, yeah, (laughs) definitely raises questions.
0: Yeah, I, I think that that's a good point overall is that we can't believe everything we're getting, we're, we're, especially with the series, as, as everything that we've seen so far. Um, yeah, I it, have a theory.
2: Oh, let's uh, hear your theory. And, well, let me go a little crazy here. Because when we see this, uh, this news report, essentially, of Harry's death, uh, we find out that he's been put into a casket that he built himself. And when, you know, at the very, very end of the episode, he kind of appears-ish. Um, who knows what that is? Right. Uh, I, um, I think that the casket itself was a, a stasis pod was a, a recovery pod. There was something about it. Um, I do not, I no longer believe he's dead. I believe that he got sent out in his casket pod and is alive.
0: That's very interesting. And I was actually going to ask that because, um, I was going to say, you know, while I agree that I, I didn't necessarily, I think, um, for the character's sake, we didn't necessarily need to see all of that backstory that we saw for Gale. It was nice to see Jared Harris alive. It was nice to see Harry, even if it was just sort of a um, you know a hologram or whatever in that scene. Uh, and then you bring up a great point. We do get to see an image of Harry. We think Gale sees an image of Harry on the ship. I wasn't completely sure what was going on there either. If that was some sort of, you know, just vision in her head or a vision that the ship was creating or was it real uh and it also begs the question is Raish alive is that a possibility um nikki what are your thoughts on on those two questions
1: Well, that yeah that's interesting i'm not sure about Raish. um what was the first question (laughs) i mean what what are we
0: seeing when 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 we see gail c selden on the ship is she really seeing him or is it like a flashback image kind of thing like what do you think they're going for there
1: um, he seemed to be glitching. I feel like, you know, definitely I agree with Yale that there's more to it. I think last uh, last week, I, I kind of didn't believe that Harry was really dead, you know. Um. So yeah, him resurfacing, that's more than a hologram. That's something different. So I feel there's more to it. And I believe too that with this uh, casket that he created himself, <laughs> coincidentally, oh. that, you know, he definitely had to put some, you know, seldom magic on that casket. <laughs> yeah,
0: I yeah, think he, you he, might he be he right.
2: He built it himself. They, like, point that out, which makes me go, no, this man, that's, that's a new life.
0: Well, right. And, I mean, obviously, like, if, if this is all part of some greater plan, then that. That, that's a little fishy that he would create his own casket. I agree with that. I agree with that as well. Um, well, let's talk about the other part of the episode uh, and sort of the war that we're seeing, the crisis uh, on Termorus, uh with the uh, Anacreons. Um, this is some of my favorite stuff in this week's episode. I have to be honest. I'm really loving uh, Salvor and uh, all the characters um that we're getting to know uh we're also introduced this week uh to these young kids who end up having uh, a big role in the episode uh helping salvo and um yeah i I just thought that that was some of the most interesting stuff this week on the episode um just the action and the kind of the 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 crisis the war is coming and then of, of course you know uh the foundation we're waiting for the Empire to save them, and that's not exactly what happens. But the Empire does appear. Um, yeah, what were your thoughts on sort of that aspect of this week's episode?
2: Yeah, honestly, the war on Terminus was um, much more interesting to me um, than this uh, this whole again the first twenty minutes where we had this backstory about Gale that I didn't need. Um, the war, I think, was super interesting. Um, I still have a lot of questions about it, and I'm waiting for it to play out. Uh, but it feels like we finally built up to—you know—we're right to in episode five. We built up to the point of whatever we're watching over on *Terminus*. And I don't know where, where it's going or what's happening. I'm confused, but I'm enjoying it. I do like action, and I like that we brought back the kids from—I think the—the the first episode that we're trying to All get. Oh right. Involved.
0: Yeah. Oh, I forgot. It was so long ago. I forgot. They're in the, the first episode. That's right. That's right. Yeah, um, yeah it's. Uh, it was – I really like – and I, I like what you said that it was sort of um, – this show was really kind of building up and building up, right? And And now – I could be wrong, but it sort of seems like we were building up to the first Seldon crisis, right? And that that's what this is. Um, and then we sort of had to get a certain amount of backstory to get us to this point. And of course, there's a lot going on with the Empire that I think is going to sort of tie in. And Nikki, as you were even saying, there's sort of a lot of similarities between a lot of what they're Their storyline is right now. And then this storyline. And I just loved this week. How Salvo really. um, You know we were talking. The last couple weeks. About how she was really coming into her own. And becoming this like badass character. But you know, she's smarter than just everyone else there, you know? I mean, she is smarter than the rest of the foundation. And and I love the characters that seem to know that. Uh, and then, of course, it's fun watching her kind of go up against the characters that don't seem to know that, you know, you might want to listen to this one. She knows what she's talking about. Uh, so I thought there was some really interesting stuff. Um, And also, I think it kind of in a way reflects what we saw with Gail's family in – the beginning of the episode them not really understanding that she has a a greater calling a greater purpose um and i thought it was interesting that salvo's parents they do they do kind of i mean it's a little little uh, reluctant but overall they do believe in their daughter and uh i i really like that sort of comparison if you will between uh the two nikki what were your thoughts on uh sort of unpacking the war and and the crisis that we see happening on terrorist
1: yeah definitely enjoyed it all those factors the kids returning um just drawing this imperial ship um, to Terminus and, you know, the clever way the Anacreans are accomplishing this. Um, I wasn't too keen on the Anacreans at first, but now it's gotten more of a juicier story. So it definitely has my attention. Just loved all the action. And this, this episode just had a lot of uh, meat to it. So it just, it just, you know, it's, it's panning out. (laughs)
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about what you just mentioned with the uh, um, the acron- acricons. I keep saying, am I saying that Acre- Acreans, right?
1: Acrians. No. Um, Acrians. Anac- Acrians. Anacrians.
0: Anacrians. <laughs> Anacrians. Anacrians. Because uh, I agree with you. Like I was kind of like, who are these people? Like, and I and I think I didn't realize how large a role they were going to play in the series you know, I kind of thought they'd be one-off, you know, bad guys. Um, and so to start to see their plan unfold and why they're doing this, and that kind of bleeds into the next episode, uh, one would assume. Um, I'm curious, what what are sort of your thoughts on that, On on the way they're kind of building them out as three-dimensional characters as opposed to just sort of the generic, you know, army of bad guys.
1: Um, Oh, for me. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, just, you know, in the first couple of episodes or when we first saw them, um, you know, Farrah just kind of kept punching, uh, Salbor and I was really over that. I'm like, are they going to do anything else? And, um, so yeah, the layers where they're bringing down the null field and, um, not the null field, excuse me. They're bringing down the Imperial field, um, to allow, um, you know, their guards to rush in and um, just the whole, you know, Ferris setup with the eye and bringing that down and then bringing the ship down. I mean, it was a lot going on. Visually, again, stunning. Um, definitely had my attention. And um, yeah, I just feel that it's, it's a nice layered story. Um, opposed, you know, it's definitely different from the book, <laughs> which was very, um, you know, not too violent um i i believe uh basically terminus had this uh nuclear energy that the Anacrians kind of had their eye on nothing like this so um uh, mm. definitely love what um they've done you know with the adaptation so you know even with you know Synax, we just didn't have that backstory to gail uh, for a lot of these characters, so I I just think it's fun to kind of you know get more about the characters, and I still feel that everything is done with a purpose, and it's all going to kind of come together.
0: Yeah. So just comparing it to what you've read from the books, um, I'm getting the idea that a lot of these characters don't really get a lot of time spent with them. I uh, get a lot of sort of character exploration. So I would assume that's what we're getting more of from the series. Is that? kind of the way you see it. And I'm also curious, just um, what is sort of, how is this crisis mentioned in the book? Do we, is is it spelled out as much as we're getting in these couple of episodes?
1: Uh, Definitely not. It's very polite and very, um, you know, it's just not so dramatic at all. (laughs) We're getting a lot of drama. So um, it's really, you know, Salvor and Lewis have this kind of confrontation Very polite, though, very gentlemanly, um, where Salvor, like I've mentioned in past episodes um, or I've met yeah episodes of our show, that Salvor is more interested in the colony that's there and their desires to, you know, have a life outside of uh, the foundation and the Encyclopedia Galactica. And Lewis is by the book, and that's really a lot of the initial struggle. Um, and then the Anacreans, you know, visit, and they're, they have, you know, a kind of polite interest in this nuclear energy. So this is definitely 10 octaves higher as far as um, action and layering and backstory.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yell I wanted to give you a chance to talk a little bit about your feelings on... Um, the empire part of the story, how that sort of comes in towards the end uh, and, 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 you know, the foundation kind of thinks they're saved. And then we find out that, you know, it was maybe part of the overall plan. Right. So what, what what are your sort of thoughts about how they dealt with the empire in in that aspect? Yeah.
2: Well, so I agree with Nikki that this is, uh, this action is, is fun and and exciting and and gorgeous to watch, but I, I, I don't really care. About the empire's involvement, since they show up and don't get involved, I I, I don't need that. Um, I feel like I feel like the the interesting action of getting to understand who the um, Anarchs are and what they want was much more um, entertaining and engaging than this empire showing up and not doing anything. And I almost feel like I would have preferred the terminus side to have a a bigger reaction to the Empire not doing anything. So that would have made me care a little bit more about the fact they showed up and were like, let's wait. Let's wait on this. Uh because I don't that that's not entertaining to watch. That's not fun TV. You know?
0: Right. Right. Um let me ask you both this question, because I'm curious what you guys think. Maybe a little over under. Um the chances and what episode we're in? We're in episode five right now. There's ten episodes in season one. Does Gail get to Turmerus? Th- does she get to Turmerus the season? And if so, what episode, Nikki?
1: Um, I still feel she may be, you know, a part of the next foundation. So maybe, maybe not. Um, she's yeah, she's been floating in space for what thirty-five years, and um. Yeah, I just feel there's another agenda for her. Um yeah. So, I I my gut is telling me that she's not really a part of this foundation. And then it just makes me kind of think of, you know, Harry playing this chess with these pieces and who's meant to be there, who's not. So, I think I think she's part of a bigger, larger plan, especially with all of her her abilities.
0: That's interesting. A larger plan. Yeah, you might be right about that. I mean, I would say, you know, my my instinct is that they're together by the finale, right? That that's like as a TV watcher, that would be my best guess. Uh, However, this show has not done anything thus far that I would have expected for the most part. So I could totally see them throwing a curveball. And like you said, Nikki, they don't meet and even if they are technically in the same timeline at this point, maybe they are two separate stories. Um, mm-hmm. And it's going to be really interesting to see uh, which, which direction the series goes in. Yell, what are your thoughts?
2: Uh, before this episode, if you, had, you asked me, I would have said, absolutely. Yes. A hundred percent. And now I'm going, no, I don't think so. I think Nikki's right. I think that um, uh, early in this episode, when, when she was trying to figure out where, what stars she was going towards, I was like, and then she's going to see Terminus. Um, and that was not it at all. When I went, just kidding. So I no longer uh, think that she's going to make it to Terminus. I think that Nikki is right and that she is meant for something bigger. Um, and I hope that it all ties in and makes sense to me.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I tend to think that that might be, that you guys are on to something there. Uh, we've got a couple of minutes left. Favorite moments. Nikki, do you have a favorite moment in tonight's episode?
1: Um, I loved the part where it's not a great scene. It's very emotional, but I feel Lou, Lou Labelle did a great, phenomenal job with, um, where she, 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 almost, uh, she takes the scalpel, um, and, and she does right. this flip in the shower when the ship turns or, you know, um, it was just, uh, visually really great. And obviously when the Imperial ship's coming down, I love the action scenes, um, yep. But yeah, um, yeah, those were, would be my two kind of favorite visually. Yeah, I'm with you
0: on the action. Um, uh, there was some great action this week. Uh, and then I just love anything with Salvo. I love kind of the relationship she has with the other characters and, and 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 I I like um the and I'm forgetting the character's name, but the guy who's kind of you know, running the foundation, but it sort of seems like, you know, he's kind of a, kind of a bureaucrat. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I love it when they sort of, uh, you know, when she calls him out uh, as sort of being weak and stuff like that. And they kind of go head to head. That's, that's some really fun acting to see them do. Um, Yeah. What were your favorite moments or moments this week? The
2: the shower flip was the coolest thing. (laughs) I I was like, this is amazing. Um, I, I mean, we've said it before. This show is really beautiful. It is so well done. Every moment uh, of her on that ship, with the lights turning on as she walked, it was really gorgeous. Uh, but that that shower flip was so cool.
0: Yeah, that that was cool. Yeah, and they have a lot of. I think that the show does a really good job. And and you were just saying it, but like the visuals and making the visuals. Not only fit the story that they're telling, but also interesting and viscerally interesting to our eye. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of that when we go to the other planets and you know, when we see the empire and the and the you know the clones and all all that all that fun stuff. Um, well, we are out of time for this week. That is all the time we have, but I want to thank Nikki and Yell for joining us again this week. Uh, Nikki, let everyone know where they can check your stuff out.
1: You can find me at Glitter Magazine and also on social media at Nikki Fowler28, as well as the Hollywood Critics Association YouTube at Times.
0: Excellent. And Yell, where can everyone find you on the internets? I, don't
1: know. I am everywhere online at Yell Teagle. That is
2: Y A E L T Y G I E L. You can find me on this channel on Wednesdays, on Conversations YouTube channel on uh, Sundays, but really just anywhere at Yell Teagle.
0: Awesome. And I'm Jamie Philbrick. You can find me at Fieldbrock, Twitter, Instagram, my name on Facebook. Uh, we want to thank you so much for watching. Please make sure you hit that subscribe button, like this video, and tune in to the HCA's Foundation After Show every Friday at 12.01 a.m. Pacific Time and 3.01 a.m. Eastern Time. Until next week, we'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.